This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Uh, basketball, uh, first team and second team, honorable mentioned, freshman team, freshman of the year, et cetera, et cetera, yesterday. Um, Pink and I kind of went through this over the weekend. We were we were pretty close on uh, on this. We had, the, I would say, almost everybody uh, that's on this list we, we discussed. Um, we did not get to submit a ballot, so that was a bit unfortunate. Mm. The, the coaches on uh, on Saturday morning uh, in Ames were going through their ballot. Um, we missed on Sarah Andrews from Baylor. We had, I think we had Caitlin Bickle instead of her from Baylor. She made the second team. Uh, I I kind of insisted on our list that uh, Dariana Littlepage Bugs, who was the freshman of the year, get put on the All Big Twelve first team. I kind of felt like, hey, if you're freshman of the year, you're probably pretty good. Probably should be on the first team, and she was a really good player for him. Uh, she was she was a really good player for him, but she yeah, but that, that doesn't make that no. mean that you're one of the top five no, players I was, in the conference. I was wrong. Well, they have uh, two, four, six, eight. I think it's eleven that they have on the first team. Okay, that's interesting. I think that's how they do that in both the men and the women. Okay. Okay. So, is there a second team and a third team? There is a second team and honorable mention. Okay, yeah. I feel like I was a little surprised that Brendan Gerlich didn't make more than honorable mention. Yeah, the I mean, the, the, the thing... the way she played at the end of the year. No no doubt, yeah, especially in Big 12 play. Um, she was she was really good. The, uh, the the problem is is that the players that were... The one that the one that I would kind of have a question mark about would be Shayla Gonzalez. I mean, she's a good player. She plays for Texas. You know, Taylor Robertson didn't really have a, a very good year, but I mean... She she leads the world in threes, so you know you gotta probably have her on a list somewhere. Um, and and I'm not saying that Brainwood should replace her, but you, they only on the second team they only have five players, so that becomes a little bit harder to mm-hmm. harder to crack, especially if you're because Emily Ryan is like eighth in the nation in uh, assists. Ani Yunusa is a terrific player for Oklahoma. Bickle's great at the post uh, for Baylor and inside. Um, so, I mean, it was – but for uh, for Brent, she gets named to the honorable mention, and then Bailey Maupin uh, makes the all-freshman team. And I, I think if uh, either A, if she'd have started a little bit faster, or B, if the season was another three or four weeks long, maybe not even that long, um, and she had finished stronger, the, Kai Freelon would be on that uh, freshman team list. Yeah, you know, I think I think she's going to be somebody that will be on these other lists, honorable mention, second team, uh, et cetera, uh, moving forward. I think she's oozing with talent, and and we could just see her getting better every game. Mm-hmm. There's just some athletic moves that she makes that nobody else on that team can make. Yeah, and, super. I mean, really good athlete. Yeah. No question. No, just, I mean the. With the ball in her hands, the skills maybe not quite there yet, but you can see the, you know the, 
the potential for her is through the roof just because yeah. of her great athleticism. She's, it, on, it, she's only going to get better and better. It's, it's so wild sometimes seeing her underneath the basket. You know how players get caught underneath the basket sometimes where you're, you're too deep into the paint and you get the ball thrown to you and put the, put the shot up and hits the under portion of the, of the rim or whatever. But her, her arms are so long <laughs> that she wraps around it, mm-hmm. and, um, and it's, an, it's an effective tool for her. Um, and then, you know, in the, just on the inbound, her, and her ability to get down the floor um, you know, is, is, uh, is really good. So I'm, I'm really high on her, uh, and I hope, that, uh, I hope that she just continues to uh, progress for the Lady Raiders. And, and, yeah, you know, that's the key part there. You know, for and, the Lady Raiders, right? And stay, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't have any inkling as a, you know, as to who may or may not. I have some thoughts about who may not be with the team, but in terms of people that have had significant playing time um, of transferring on, I've, I've not heard any rumblings on that. But I'm not, I'm not necessarily in those little huddles or whispers, you know, in terms of the back of the bus, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, in terms of how things are going, so it looks to me like everybody's pretty well cared for. But you know, it's uh, you never know. Some some everybody has their own view of uh, of the world, and uh, usually my view is uh, I'm pretty happy go lucky. Generally speaking, would okay. you, would you say that <laughs> some days? That's not how I would describe Chuck Hines. Okay, but, I mean, yeah. some, but I don't think you're a negative person yeah, or whatever. Just sometimes it's just. Uh, just, I think you you very similar to me find reasons to be outraged. Yeah, I do find reasons to be outraged. <laughs> you you're uh, you're exactly right on that. Six thirty six this morning here on the morning drive. Ladies don't play until Thursday. They'll leave tomorrow. Men leave today. They'll play tomorrow. In taking on uh, West Virginia, the women uh, play Kansas State, a team that they have beaten twice this year. Um, so. We'll see uh, how it goes to try to win three in uh, in the same season. You'll hear all about the. Well, you can't win three in the same. You know, you'll hear that. You know, <laughs> isn't that an NFL thing? No, it's it's something that Chuck says all the time. I mean, I mean it it's kind of is. Yeah. Three times. You say it all the time. That's yeah. the first thing that came out of your mouth you when know, you it, mentioned that. West, you know, and now right. you're making fun of those people. <laughs> You're the one that's talking oh, no. marbles in your mouth. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to beat a team three times, but I think they can. It's just you know they're gonna. There's a lot of things that they're that gonna have to come together. I'll be, I'll be interested to see if everybody kind of got some. You know, it's hard to help. do. What? It's hard to beat a team that is so much better than you that they've already beat you twice this year. Sure. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I might steal that line. It's really hard to beat a team. That's beaten you twice because they're better than because you. they're better than you. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. That's that's that'd be a, like a good little pregame talk. That'd be be a good little pregame. <laughs> Maybe for the radio, not for the team. Not for the team. Yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll kind of I'll keep that to myself. Okay. I won't I won't sh- I won't share that. Um, okay. All right. So uh, who pitches today for the Red Raiders? Zach Erdman will start today. Okay. Zach was really good in his last uh, outing where he three, threw three shutout innings. And uh, Kyle Robinson, if you heard Coach Tadlock talk about last night, was supposed to be today's starter. But uh, he came in in the 10th and went for a while the other night. So mm-hmm. Kyle is not going to pitch today. It kind of used him up a little bit. Well, more than a little bit. I think he ended up throwing like 79 pitches. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he threw more than your starter did. Quite, quite a bit then. 
He mm-hmm. threw quite a bit. Uh, somebody wanted to know if Bree Scott made one of the teams. Yes, she was first team. So <laughs> we talked about everybody else but her. So congrats to uh, to Bree Scott for uh, to making the, the first team, and she's been one of the top scores um, in Big Twelve play. Uh, so she has uh, scored in double figures uh, twenty one games this year. She's uh, averaged. A little over 17 a game and uh, six rebounds a game, and her Big 12 play has been has been above that. So, uh, congrats to her. She has been uh, she's been terrific uh, for the Lady Raiders this year. Has a 30 point uh, game, and so hopefully they can uh, she can kind of put everybody on her back this week and uh, lead them to a couple of wins, and then you see what happens. Um, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, you've beaten K State twice. You've beaten Texas once. You'd play Texas if uh, you beat K State. And then, and then anything can happen after that, right? Sure. Yeah, anything can happen after mm-hmm. that. So we'll see. Um, how is uh, how's Blessing doing? What's his what's his prognosis? Do you Coach think? Coach was asked last night by one of the one of the fans there in attendance um, if he would give an update on you know if there's some guys banged up or whatever, and I. I'm sure Bo Blessy was one of the Blessy, people. I'm sorry, I keep saying his name wrong. It's my one of the guys that uh that, that the uh, the fan was asking about and coach Tadlock uh you know, I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to say about those kind of things. So he was mm-hmm. non committal. Didn't seem like he was uh, wanting to talk about injuries last night. Yeah. Well that's uh He that's did mention the Austin Green you know, tweaked a hamstring in the game. That's why he came out the other night. That was a huge loss for the Red Raiders. So I hope he gets a gets so a little rest. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't serious. Yeah. All right, it's uh, six forty this morning on the morning drive. I swear to you, I'm going to get his name right before the end of March. Okay. Okay. Well, good luck. <laughs> Bo. I hope, I hope there's reason to talk about it before the too. end of March. You're right, I do too. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Here is Jeff McGuire. <laughs> Sorry. Did you forget who I was? No. <laughs> trying to he find was, He was, I mean... Let's try to find out what day Pause it is. for dramatic effect, I think, Jeff. Today's March the 7th. Sorry, I just... Yeah. I couldn't... I couldn't... I realized that yesterday was the 6th, but I just... I couldn't remember what the day was. Okay. Well, I know it's go. Tuesday. 1935, Malcolm Campbell sets the world land speed record of 276.71 miles per hour driving his famous Bluebird car. This would be the last record set at Daytona Beach, Florida mm. before they basically shift everything out to the salt flats in Utah okay? because Daytona Beach's sand was too soft and they couldn't get enough traction. Wow. 1955, baseball commissioner Ford Frick says he favors legalization of the spitter. The spitter. 1982, you have to think back here, Jamie. Okay. Very younger Chuck Hines, lying on his stomach, with his hand being held up by his arms, got <laughs> socks on and his feet crossed, just happy as a clam, because the very first Selection Sunday was televised on this day in 1982. <laughs> 
I didn't know where you were going, McGuire. I was a little worried there. I think that was an ESPN uh, deal, and uh, Bob Lee had this. They they had all the all the uh, names like on a little sliding deal, and then he would climb a ladder, and they had a big bracket. And there was no graphics or anything like that. It was all man made, et cetera. You know, physical. You know. And he would climb up this ladder and put it up there on the on the bracket. It was pretty Fun. cool. Yeah, I, I remember a time in my life enjoying Selection Sunday. And then I got to a certain point where I just I I can't stand pregame shows and postgame shows and um, all the hype that goes into things rather than just the actual sports. Yeah, yeah. And then I so I've I've not watched them in recent years. I, it may have been that. That bull special that just burned me out when I was, I mean, it's probably like three or four years ago and I was trying to figure out which one the Red Raiders were going to. And they, it was like a three hour show and it was two hours and 45 minutes of, of the preview and the BCS bowl. So it was longer than that, whatever. And it was more than three or four years yeah. ago, obviously. And, um, and then the last 15 minutes, they listed off the other 35 bowls in the last 15 minutes. And they made us wait two two hours and forty five minutes. I'm like, I'll never watch another bowl special selection show anything ever again. Okay. Yeah. You're not you're not gonna make me do that again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll find out at some point that day where the Red Raiders are playing, and I'll be good. You'll be busy on. uh, I'll be good that whenever I find out, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll know. Okay. And you'll no. be happy when you find out. Yeah, and I'll be happy to find out. But 1982, I'm not going to sit around three hours waiting for them to say LSU in the Meineke Car Care Bowl. Okay. I won't do it. 1987, Mike Tyson beats James Bone Crusher Smith wow. by unanimous decision in 12 rounds in Las Vegas for the WBC WBA heavyweight boxing title. 1996, Magic Johnson is the second NBA player to reach 10,000 career assists. And in 2016, I got a double dip for you. Peyton Manning announces his retirement for the Denver Broncos and the NFL, meaning that we would soon get Peyton places, which they can continue to keep making until the end of time as far as I'm concerned. And also on this day in 2016, Russian tennis star Maria Sharapovich reveals that she failed a drug test for melodomin at the Australian Open in January. Subsequently, she was suspended for 15 months. Hmm. Just pova. That's right. There is no itch. <laughs> or S either. <clears throat> what? Well, I thought you said it's Sharapovas. Oh, did you? Yeah. No, he said Sharapovich. Oh, for, oh itch. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of it, Hard names to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Hardest name to pronounce for a Red Raider basketball player that you can remember. Hmm. I'll give you a hint. He was a. Uh, I, I want to say he was from Russia. What uh, what coach did he play for, or what interim coach did he play for? Wasn't there like a Riv Rivjic Riv Riv? What am I? What am I thinking? Uh, if I said Darko, would that help you? Darko Milicic. No. I'm thinking of the guy in the NBA. What was his name? Darko Chardovich. There's no way I got that right. But I, I vividly, he was the toughest I, guy on that team by leaps and bounds. I want to say he was Pat Knight. 
Could have been. I think that sounds about right. Uh, could have been Bob slash Pat at that point. Was Darko the, the guy that kept getting hit in the family jewels mm-hmm. against Bicene Hall? Yes. Yeah. And and then taking the swing back, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but his birthday is today. So happy birthday, Darko is 37. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I wonder where he is today. At 37? My guess is he's coaching somewhere. If I Okay. Uh, Brian Caston, 67. Jenna Fisher, 49. Wanda Skiles, 59. Lynn Swan, 71. Jeff Kent, 55. And Joe Carter, touch them all, Joe. 63 today. 63. Okay. And on, I forgot to put the year on this. I want to say it's 33. I messed up and forgot the year. However, on this day in history, Nazi leader Adolf Hitler violates the Treaty of Versailles and the uh, German military forces are back in the Rhineland, a demilitarized zone along the Rhine River in western Germany. The Treaty of Versailles, signed in 1919, eight months after the guns fell silent in World War I, called for stiff war reparation payments and over-punishing peace terms for the defeated Germany. Having been forced to sign the treaty, German delegation to the peace conference indicated his attitude by breaking the ceremonial pen. As dictated by the Treaty of Versailles, German military forces were reduced to insignificance and the Rhineland was to be demilitarized. And that obviously ended, started basically World War II. Okay, there we go. And that is this day in sports history. This day in sports history. Thank you, Jeff. A little history that they've got to uh, take off the books. I don't know if you saw this or not. Giannis Antetokounmpo um, had a triple-double the other night. Did you a see this? Fake one. Fake one, yeah. The league has now adjusted the stats from the uh, Milwaukee's win over Washington on Sunday night. Apparently, he knew that he needed one more rebound, so he got a defensive rebound with about nine seconds left. That gave him nine, takes the ball down court, gets near the rim, or that the Bucks were shooting at, hesitates, and then throws the ball into the bottom of the rim, catches it, and uh, gets the rebound. I didn't even think it hit the rim. I think it was more just like really easy off the corner of the backboard. Says the, the ESPN article says, threw the ball into the bottom of the rim before catching it. And then after the game, he said, kind of stole one. On-site statisticians credit him with a missed shot and a 10th rebound from that play. Mm -hmm. Uh, The NBA reviews all stats from each game and often fixes errors. Oh, man, I want to be that guy. How do I get that job? So, officially, he finishes with 23 points, 13 assists, and 9 rebounds. His uh, rebound average dropped, but his shooting percentage increased as a result of that. (laughs) Fair. Yep, <laughs> uh, I forgot something, and the chat line has reminded me. It's National Cereal Day. Any just cereal? It no, just says cereal. Nothing, nothing specific on that. Well, no specific cereal. No. Um, so have a bowl of cereal today. Uh, Shelly says this. What interim coach did he play for? Well played, Hines. <laughs> Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm. Just a little, sometimes you have to have a little humor in the uniform here to kind of keep everybody sane. Uh, this from the Yates Morning Center chat line. This is now one of the top programs because of how much our donors have invested in facilities and NIL. DFW is now the top high school college basketball region in the country. I think it has been for 
really, frankly, decades uh, in my mind. Um, but you're going to have to figure this out. Uh, this, the last few days have shown me the worst in our program from conspiracy theories to just delusion. The people they feel that feel like Mark Adams can stay, say what he did with no, no repercussions is just silly. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. All right. It's uh, just before seven. We'll uh, talk a little more. Uh, tech basketball. They uh, get on the court tomorrow. I bet you they're thankful to get out of town and thankful to get to the Big 12 tournament. Hopefully they'll play like it uh, tomorrow. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Here on the Morning Drive. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Pleasure to have you with us this morning. If you have a... Uh, thought or a comment this morning uh here on the morning drive you can you can uh, you can weigh in as uh, as best you can big 12 tournament gets underway tomorrow uh with uh, texas tech taking on on west virginia so that <clears throat> that should be uh, that should be fun uh hopefully hopefully it'll be fun I, just, I have no idea what to expect i think that's fair it you know what to be honest with you the Red Raider fans I've talked to, it's almost like the, the it's a, it's an afterthought. Yeah, it's it really, frankly, this the Big Twelve tournament's an afterthought. Yes. No, I I understand. I mean, it, it's it's sad because this this should be really one of the most exciting times of the year with you know the culmination of uh, the basketball season and getting ready for the NCAA tournament and certainly what we've experienced here in Lubbock on the men's side. Over the last, I don't know, let's just say five, six, seven years, uh, where you've looked forward to the Big Twelve tournament, you've looked forward to Selection Sunday, you've looked forward to the matchups, and dreaming about the bracket a little bit and seeing where you could go. And obviously, you went to the Sweet Sixteen last year. You've you've been to a championship game. You've been to a, you know a couple of Elite Eights, and man, and 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 now I just feel like this. It's just um, all of what a, you just said is, is why this is so frustrating. Yeah, yeah, is that we can't be in that mode. Yeah, yeah, we we can't be in that mode of worrying mm-hmm. about and anticipating and inciting and being excited about what's going on on the court. It's like uh, that, that Christmas that, is canceled, or so to speak. Well, there's just been so much drama mm-hmm. with that program. Yeah. Yeah, uh, this I've had six season tickets since 2000. So sick and tired of all the drama and crap that moving forward, they can have my tickets back. That from Howell. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's two for us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just, it's very frustrating. It's it's very disappointing. Very, very disappointing. Um, I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, it's just, I feel like this pro- program has been well supported by the fans mm-hmm. and by the donors, mm-hmm. and it, it, I mean, it just deserves better than they they deserve better than the just craziness that right now is has been this twenty twenty two twenty twenty three men's basketball season. Well, and and here here's the other thing: ups and downs, and wins and losses; those things happen. Yeah, we all get that. Here, here's the other thing that's disappointing is. Is it the way that the the head of the snake, so to speak, the head coach, the way that 
your last three have exited have, have not been pleasant at all. I mean, you're going to fire Mark Adams or he's going to retire or he's going to resign. Okay. He's done coaching. You're going, you know, the way that Chris Beard, you know, basically spat on this town waiting until he could help Texas save a million dollars and left. And then what he did is he was leaving, going out. <clears throat> and then and then Tubby Smith, I mean, he wasn't any better to a degree, you know, stands up the athletic director and a donor when they're talking about building a, a new basketball facility and drives to Amarillo, leaves his, you know, car coach car there, gets on a plane to Memphis, never back. And, uh, you know, then you look at the end of uh, the Billy Gillespie era, that was a nightmare. And uh, and Chris Walker and you fired Pat Knight and <laughs> it's like God, I mean, and even Bob Knight leaves in the middle of a season, you know, and and you fired James Dickey going into a basically at a Big Twelve tournament for the debacle that was with you know the academics that wasn't even his fault. So I mean, this has been going on for damn near thirty years. Seems like where your head coach, it's like, and I realize not all these things are going to have a happy ending, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it just seems like, it seems like we've had more drama or ending poorly than we deserve based on what you've provided for these coaches. Yeah, I don't know what to think. Uh, that that sounds to me like there's been missteps along the way with a lot of different people. Um it sounds like um, you have all that drama over and over and over again with one sport. I, I think may, maybe you want to connect some dots there with, the, hey, college basketball is kind of slimy. Maybe so. Okay. I mean, we've said that for years about, you know, the donor part of, you know, the cheating that's gone on in college basketball, the sneaker part, all sure. that mm-hmm. that's gone on. Um, I don't know. Maybe college basketball coaches are um, not the um, pearls of the uh, universe. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe not. Having to deal with all that slime. Maybe not. Maybe they're kind of part of the slime. Uh, somebody I'm says. I'm sure this. there's some really good ones out there. Uh, we all know of them. But it's just. You're right, though. Well, you just you chronicled it pretty well there. It's been crazy every time. Somebody says this. You just described every coaching change at every school ever. Maybe, maybe not. They're not, all not like at the, football, though. I mean, like know. our all of our changes we've had at football don't seem like they've been that dramatic. No, I mean, we're, I mean, okay, so Tuberville left, whatever. Yeah. Um, but but. Well, I don't know. Leach was pretty dramatic. Too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, Kingsbury and Wells, it was pretty simple. He right? fired him. Yeah. He just fired him. And yeah. We were all a little sad. Um, sad in the Kingsbury one because it just didn't work out, and sad in the Wells one because it seemed he seemed like a seemed like he was trying to do all the right, right. things uh, and just no. couldn't just couldn't make it happen. Yeah, because he was a good guy. Yeah. Right. Even though we thought it was the move that should have been made, same exact thing with Kingsbury. Yeah. Yeah. Mike retired, kind of. Who did Spike? Spike? No, kind of. He didn't retire. He was a young man. Did he was, coach anymore? I understand didn't that. Coach anywhere anymore? I understand that. He kind of retired. No, I'm saying kind of in the thinking of of coach that we all love and adore now. No, maybe we didn't feel that same way at the time. No, really? 
Even the, even if you wanted him gone, you didn't love and endorse Spike Dykes? Well, at the time, it was very frustrating when the offense was run to the left, run to the right, run to the center, punt. I think everybody was frustrated with kind of how that program was going at that particular time, even though you adored Spike or loved Spike. Yeah, could, that's my point. Yeah, I think could, everybody loved yeah, him. I think he and still and loved knew him. knew it was time for him to be gone. Yeah, I, and the same way with Kingsbury. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't know that everybody loved Kingsbury. <clears throat> the other game tomorrow night uh, features in the Big 12, Oklahoma State, the 7 seed against the 10-seed uh, Oklahoma. A little bedlam action there in uh, in Kansas City. And then on Thursday, it begins uh, in the morning. Baylor, the 4 seed, takes on Iowa State, the 5 seed. And then should Tech win, you would get the 1 seed uh, in Kansas. And that would be at uh, 2 o'clock on Thursday. So, um, here we go. How about this? How about this? Uh, a new addition to the morning drive, courtesy of Blake. Great news. It's off topic, but my little man was born on 3-3-23, Camden Wayne Harmon, weighing in at 7 pounds, 3 ounces, and 20.25 inches long. Wow. Congratulations. Now Blake. to get him into watching baseball. Well, that's on you, Dad. All right. Sit him down there and put him in front of the TV and say, this is what we do and this is how we do it. Right? I hope he likes it. And hope he likes it. Right? I hope he, hope he likes it. Somebody's yeah, just Keep being, him off his phone. <laughs> keep him off his phone. <laughs> yes. Or baseball will never work for him. 724 this morning here uh, on the morning drive. Uh, we'll have tech baseball for you on the air today, by the way. They take on uh, New Mexico. One thirty. the broadcast time, 2 o'clock. First pitch. Uh, concerned about this one? Uh, concerned that, like, the possibility of you losing? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is this, uh, you know, do you, do you like the Tuesday? Uh, I guess you don't really have a choice. I mean, that's when they sh- games usually played on the midweek. Or would you rather play... Would you rather play Wednesday and then have Thursday off and then play Friday, Saturday, Sunday? No, I'd rather play Tuesday. I'd rather play Tuesday. Rather the team okay. be, I have more time to prepare for the weekend. Okay. and Because that, that's that's what's going to start being most important, obviously, with Big 12 play uh, beginning next weekend, if you can believe it or not. Man, that's, uh, that's crazy. You also got spring break coming up. You got daylight savings time. You got selection Sunday. You got the Big 12 tournament. I'm trying to get everybody signed. Jamie's got a question for us next. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right, 731 this morning here on The Morning Drive. Jamie's got a question for you, me, and Jeff McGuire. Fire away, sir. All right, I'm going to ask you guys to do some ranking today. Oh, okay. I want you to rank your favorite day or days, okay? And and here are the four options for you. I want you to rank them for me. One, okay. Two, like, I, th- I was thinking days of the week, like Sunday or Saturday or Wednesday. Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. Ooh. Thursday, Friday of the opening round of the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, the semifinal game for the college football playoff. Mm-hmm. My final games, okay, back to back there, and finally opening day for Major League Baseball. Oh, rank them one through four. Ooh. I can tell you what number four is. Number four is the college football semifinals. 
And I can tell you what number one is for me, and that's Super Bowl Sunday. <clears throat> number two, which would have been the opening day for Major League Baseball for decades, would have been would have been a very close second to the Super Bowl. But I'll I'll say now the Thursday Friday of the NCAA tournament, then opening day for baseball, and then a very distant fourth, the college football semifinals, unless one of my teams is involved. Jeff. Number one with a bullet, Major League Baseball opening day. Number two, Super Bowl. Number three would be college football semifinals. And number four would be the first weekend of the March Madness. With a caveat, unless the Red Raiders are playing, and then that jumps up to you know higher on the list. Yeah. <clears throat> number one for me is Super Bowl Sunday. It's just a fun family day and that I always enjoy. And uh, so that that's tops on my list. Number two on my list is Major League Baseball's opening day. Um, I've, it's changed for me a little bit, though, and just it it has to be I I have to be able to watch my team. Okay. Okay. I used to could watch any team opening day and watch three games on opening day and mm-hmm. be thrilled. I'm more of a just watch my team guy. Okay. Now. Um, and luckily, I have two teams with with the the Yankees as my number one and the Rangers that I pull for. Mm-hmm. Um, number three for me is the uh, NCAA basketball opening round. Um, not uh, not that I'm going to sit there and watch every single game, but <clears throat> I'll watch enough to have a little bit of fun with it. Plus, it gets us out of work, so uh, that's okay. always a bonus too. <laughs> Oh, it gets the whole country out of work. Yeah, no, you're and right. you don't think that that factors into their reason for liking it? Oh no, you're, <laughs> you're probably right about that. I feel like you're lying. I mean, do you th- do the ratings on Saturday equal what they have on Thursday? Do you think they do during the day on thir- Saturday? Um, I don't. I don't know. My my guess would be people always talk about the Thursday and Friday, right? Yeah, they don't talk yeah. about the second round on Saturday yeah, and Sunday. Yeah. I think I think a lot of it is the you know just the upsets the, but I think I think you're right. It's I think the tournament starts to kind of settle in on on uh, on Saturday and Sunday. People got things to do that they want to yep. do on Saturday. It's hard to spend the whole time <laughs> with it. Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. you're looking for an excuse not to work. Yeah, and the fifth one to me, and, and I'm not down on the semifinals for college football playoff. I still enjoy it. It's just not as as high for me. I'm. I am a little bit tired of watching the same teams all the time, so I'm anxious to add more teams. But the the main reason I've got opening day of baseball so much higher on the list than everything else, those others are at the end. There's a chance that your team is not involved in any way. Opening day of baseball, everybody's zero zero. No, no. everybody at that point in the season, your young guys haven't failed. Your your free agent signing guys are are ready to have a breakout year. Your your old vet, Grizzly veterans are ready to push that one more season push forward. Like it's the entire hope after the winter that all of that goes together with. There's only two teams involved in the Super Bowl now. It's a huge event and it's a lot of fun and the commercials bring everybody in. Um, March Madness is fun if you've got a team involved or 45 brackets. I'm not going to fill out 45 brackets, so I need my team involved. Mm-hmm. And with college football playoff, well, okay, cool. We've up uh, this year we had games that were fun and exciting. 
Haven't been able to say that every year. No. I don't know. This year's was the least fun. Uh, somebody Seeing says this. TCU have success in the college football playoff. Yeah. I don't know. Hold on. Right. They were at least competitive games as opposed to. Your, I mean, your point is fair. Just, yeah. Now, TCU being there was not great. Uh, this should have added Final Four weekend to the list. Somebody mm-hmm. else says opening day of March Madness is the best. Okay. Um, yeah, those were uh, those were inter- that's what that was an interesting ranking. That was a good question. Hmm. I, I will I, tell you this. Well, I'm w- trying to think where I would have put the final four there. I probably would have put it five. I would have put the if you added the final four to a top five. I would have said for me, uh, final four would have been above college football uh, semifinals. Okay, so four. Okay. At, at, I would have put it above March, uh, the beginning of the tournament. So I'd have Final no, Four no above the opening weekend. Yeah, no way. No way for me on that. <laughs> no I mean, me. <clears throat> I mean, you would, and, and, and unless unless one of my teams is playing on that semifinal Saturday, you, you know, get more down to basketball at that point than the fun stories of all the fans you get the first two weeks. Yeah. the first weekend. That I like the basketball of the NCAA tournament more than the the hodgepodge stories that you get rammed down your throat the first weekend yeah uh uh this from our friend dan uh dan in lubbock as opposed to dan in dallas back in the day we got opening day of baseball off from school and all went to watch the syracuse chiefs play nice farm team for the yankees you, you're familiar with the syracuse chiefs aren't you at my time they were farm team for the blue jays for the blue jays okay um, used to okay. Go, go there a lot okay had a had a fun day chatting with Bill Buckner there one year. Did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan and Lubbock's a little bit older than you. A little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's a little yeah. bit older than you. Yeah, but they, they switched to the Blue Jays, and now I think they're with the Nationals. Okay. Uh, somebody says this, the opening weekend of college football with Trump all. Not for me. Not for me. Might be, I might put it third. Yeah, I don't put it up there that high because um, it's just, there's so many blowout. Yeah, it's not that it's compelling. Not, not I mean, like, the start of college football some, is obviously some, exciting, right? Some some of them are good, yep. but it's not like you have a ton of great matches. Right, 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 right. Uh, let's see. Somebody says this: the Masters Championship Sunday is number one. Okay, well, you know, you enjoy. I enjoy it. Uh-huh. You enjoy it. it I should... bet the. Ra- I mean, the ratings would probably mm-hmm. bear that out to be pretty mm-hmm. high. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would probably blow away, you know, Major League Baseball. No, 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 no. For the, for just any particular game of Major League Baseball on the opening day. Oh well, I bet the Masters beats it. I don't know that for certain. I could be totally wrong, but I I just feel like people you're probably love, right about people that. People love the Masters. Yeah, you're you're probably right about that. It's just it's yeah. just it's a very special golf fans watch yeah. the Masters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flyover guy says the college world series uh this i love the opening round of march madness we treat it like the super bowl make it a watch party the kids are off for spring break so we all barbecue all day and watch on uh, multiple tvs super bowl is second for the same reason it's a family gathering and just a good time regardless of weather or you have a dog in the fight so to speak yeah okay. that's 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 uh, i think all well said yeah right that's cool that they get out there and grill and watch the game sure. sure that sounds like a good that's idea fortunate for the kids they don't, you know, like really miss school or they don't really get out of work to for March for the 
opening rounds there. They're on spring break. Maybe we could do that around here. What's that? Have a have a little party for uh, March Madness. But the the problem is the March Madness is going to be unless you just go on this massive win streak next week or this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Uh, March Madness will end for the Red Raiders sometime this week. Now. For the women, they'll. they'll I think the some, madness will continue. The madness will continue. Yeah. The women will play in the WNIT. I'm, I'm fairly certain that next week. Um. Somebody says WrestleMania is Sunday. Okay, well you enjoy. Okay. <laughs> He's saying WrestleMania Sunday. Oh, okay. oh WrestleMania Sunday. I got yeah. you. Yeah, no, you're right. WrestleMania is not this Sunday. It's not this Sunday. Okay. Usually it's the Sunday after the Super Bowl. I think. Okay. I could be wrong on that. All right. The boom, boom, boom is next. Got a couple things lined up for you in that that uh, are a little bit different. So we shall sit with high anticipation. Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Good morning with Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Pleasure to have you with us this morning from the First United Bank Studio. And your comments are always welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to double t 973com for that or the mobile app. Benchmark Hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. We'll have Red Raider baseball today on the air for you. They take on New Mexico. The broadcast time, 1.30 with the warm-up show, 2 o'clock, first pitch. I was, I was thinking about this the other night, or actually yesterday morning. I was curious, after your 16-inning game, how uh, how long was your post game show? How much analysis did you give to that? Usual amount, or I'm not, didn't dive too deep into it, or uh, well, we only had one scoring play. <laughs> Skipped on using highlights of defensive plays. And we played one. I mean, it was about the same as always. Okay, okay. Yeah. I know that you've got some obligations there somewhere um, between 15 and 20 minutes okay. somewhere in the yeah. ballpark there good for you i don't remember what time it ended but i think i got off the air at like uh 51 ish 1251 1251 mm-hmm. and then yeah. you're you were, 1253 maybe something like then that you were uh you were with us at 602 <laughs> oh, somewhat <laughs> you were here i mean yeah. president accounted for i mean I tip I'll, be my honest to with you. You. I'll be honest with you i feel more tired today than i did yesterday i don't know i was like maybe you had a little adrenaline rush in, like, yesterday yeah, you were so you're excited to see Jeff and I and talk with our fine listening audience, and today you're like always excited to see you. Jeff. <laughs> um, do you any lineup changes today uh, for the Red Raiders? Anything that they would be experimenting with today in terms of just getting some guys? Some I realize that you want to win every game. I understand that, and I understand the importance of that. But I'll also know that maybe at this as you're getting kind of ready for the weekend or Big Twelve play. I, I don't think you're tweaking to tweak. In this one, I mean, I think you, after a one and two weekend, you want to get things back on track, so to speak. Okay. So I don't think you're tweaking a tweak. I do wonder about Austin Green leaving that game. Um, I think Coach Tadlock said hamstring that he had tweaked it a little bit or got tight. I wonder about Gavin Cash's ankle. He took a bad spill down the first baseline, chasing after a, a, a foul ball, and then you know gimped around the bases a couple times. At uh, one point, scored the go-ahead run, but. Um, so I wonder about those two guys and and if they're able to go, but beyond that, I don't expect many changes. I, I assume that Owen Washburn's going to get, you know, some shots sooner or later. Uh, it's just a matter of you know where's he going to go because it's 
you know, those three outfielders are swinging the bat pretty well. And <coughs> that's hard for Owen to get his spot back when he's not been hitting. Right, and they need to have like a super DH. Do you think they'll ever do that? Like a DH, like a left-handed DH and a right-handed DH or a super DH? <laughs> you come up with this stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking about it just out loud. Super DH. Super DH. You know, or maybe you have a left-handed DH and a right-handed DH. Wouldn't that be interesting? I think basketball teams will start, like, adding you can keep one member just on the offensive end of the floor. That'd so be it's interesting. it's a six yeah. on five, sure. and we'll call him a sure. super shooter. Sure. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh-huh. Sure, why not? I'm just uh-huh. I'm just spitballing, just trying to see what... I think football will have a 12th player that just stays there on the field and... All he does is kick. What I think would be great is have somebody underneath the goal post to see if they could jump up and bat down the field goal. Well, they had that. I know. They outruled. They they got rid of that. That used to happen? In the AFL. Yeah, that happened. Chiefs had a guy named Morris Stroud that would do that. How many times would he even have a shot at it? Enough in that, the modern NFL, not as often as it was back then. Yeah. Now it's goaltending. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, it is. That's the actual penalty yeah, that's called goal. goaltending. It worked. Yeah, the, the, because the, the other thing is the goal post was at the goal line. So it, anyway, but yeah. It shouldn't affect anything. Yeah, you don't see very often that the ball is just blooping over the, you know, the crossbar to make it matter, well, right? You got to have some leap I mean, to usually you. they're there. Yeah, but I mean, usually they're 50 or 60 yards up off the ground. The kicks are. They're not right there down near the, the crossbar. Like, yeah. Some sometimes there. I mean, I, I mean, I, I know sometimes, but the large majority, there's no way a human being's going to knock it down. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they put but, in a rule. But every once in a while, it would work. Yeah. Oh, every, that's once fun. While, every once in a while, it would work. I'd love to see some highlights of that. Yeah. Uh, somebody says this. Come on, Chuck. Just stop. Stop what? I mean, you want me to stop talking? You want me to... Goaltending in the American Football League is defined as a player jumping and attempting to swat or deflect the other team's kick as it goes through the goalpost. In some situations, if it was clear the ball was going through the post, the referee would uh, just count the field goal as good, similar to goaltending in basketball. Since it's an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, the most likely situation is the offense will gain 15 yards and an automatic first down. The offense then continues their drive. Uh Somebody says 50, 60 yards up. Fact check. Maybe feet. Maybe so. Maybe not 50 yards up. Did I say yards? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. That's right. Yes. That's right. I My mean, bad. You've, you've, you've had yeah. no, a hard couple feet, of days. It's not that yeah. high. Yeah. <laughs> it's not to the top of the <laughs> stadium. <laughs> Reasoning for the rule. At six foot ten, Morris Stroud is See? one of the, is one of the tallest players in NFL history. There you go. Plays his entire career for the uh, Kansas City uh, Chuck Hineses. Uh, he was so tall that he used uh, on special teams as field goal blocker from under the goalpost mm-hmm. when the NFL decided to make the goaltending illegal. It See? was known as the Stroud uh, the Stroud rule. Stroud rule. Stroud rule. Excuse me. Uh, and therefore, that's why it happened that way. Every once in a while, a blind squirrel finds a nut. If it wasn't a Kansas City Chiefs player, Chuck would never have remembered this. That's, how many, that's not necessarily how true, many times? But that's a shot. How many blocks did he have in the in the in an NFL season? Do you think the player would have a shot to block it per I, team or hey, for the Darth league? Vader. <laughs> yeah, I, I think of those fifty plus yarders <laughs> uh, over there. I think those fifty plus. <laughs> I was just kind of, I was kind of, I am your father. <laughs> What's going on? Man? I don't know. 50, I think it was 50 yarders. You'd have a shot at it. Um, <laughs> 
You don't okay. So you don't like the you don't like the super DH or the left handed DH or right handed DH. You don't like the flat bases. Okay, got it. No, got it. no got I it. don't. Got it. I don't. Just put me down for not. <laughs> put you down for nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Can we not? Can we? Can we? Can we? <laughs> put me down for that. All sounds. Can we? Sus. 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 Right. Sus. 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 Okay. Eight oh eight this morning here on the uh, morning drive. Thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to DoubleT973.com or the mobile app. Benchmark uh, hotline is open as well at 806-771-0973. So we'll have uh, Red Raider baseball for you on the air today at uh, 1.30 with the first pitch at 2 o'clock. I was going to ask you, I had, another qu- I had another pertinent baseball question for you. Oh, did, was there anything in last night's... Um, Red Raider baseball with Tim Tadlock show that made you laugh. Did he, did he have any funnies from over the weekend or anything that any observations of you that that he found uh, interesting, odd, or funny or anything along those lines? No, not no. He was pretty we... even, pretty even keel. I mean, I heard just just a skosh of it. I was on my way somewhere and heard just a little bit, and then you were done by the time I got done with what I was doing. Mm, sorry. Yeah, it was yeah, my no, bad. I think it was. It's pretty pretty even keeled. Pretty even keeled. Yeah. No no two, shenanigans. Two no. even keeled guys, shockingly <laughs> enough, did an even keeled show. <laughs> <laughs> you ever feel like you need somebody there to, to like juggle or something to kind of help mix it up a little bit? Not that I could juggle. Yeah, I think uh, we need Jeff Haxton back. Yeah, that's what we need. To to juggle or just to No, to to run the show. It's probably way more exciting oh, no, that no, way. No, 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 no. Yeah. He I think he probably enjoys when you do the show. Uh, I think he's good either way. Good either way. Mm-hmm. Hacks will be on his way to uh, Kansas City today. He'll uh, come to you tomorrow from uh, downtown with uh, the Red Raiders taking on West Virginia. Somebody says this, Jamie, you did a good job last night. Thanks. Okay, thank Thanks. you. I had Thanks. fun. Yeah. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.